Welcome to episode 11 of our OR Talks podcast. Today I'll be discussing the autumn statement and hopefully some new exciting things that are coming out. Here are your hosts, Neil Seeger and Mark Jovanovic. Today it's Autumn Statement Day. What a fantastic day. We get to find out all the things that the Chancellor's planning to do for basically for the future and remainder of the tax year. Who knows what we're going to find out. I'm joined by a few wonderful technical geniuses. So we'll start off with you, Jam. Can you introduce yourself, mate? Um, so I'm Jamal. I'm a personal tax advisor here at Ormrod Rutter um, and hopefully I'll be able to help today. Thank you. Who else have we got? Hi, I'm Elizabeth. I'm an accounts manager here at Ormod Rutter and hopefully we'll find out some exciting new plans for the government. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that guy? <laughs> <laughs> here is Neil. It's Mark. I'm the tax manager here, and yeah, we'll have a look and see what tax cuts he might bring in for us. Hello, I'm Dina. I'm a senior manager here at Ormod Rutter, and again, just here to see what changes are afoot for us all. So Elizabeth, the, the Chancellor has um, announced something to do with the minimum wage. What is it good news or bad news? Well, for a change, it's good news. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's actually increased to £11.44 an hour, and that applies to anyone 21 above. So everyone, so basically, people have got pay rise. Yeah. <laughs> What's it, one, was it £1.2p increase, something like that, I think it is. So no, that's good news. Thank you. The one thing is it could impact small businesses. Um, because obviously with your employee costs going up with the increase, so it's just you've just got to be very, very careful with your budgeting and stuff like that. But that doesn't mean go and sack your employees. Just don't do that. <laughs> it's, not, it's not just budgeting. We've got to keep an eye on the fact that actually people, when they're paying a set amount, a set of salary or whatever for a set number of hours, actually that the rate might actually dip below that £11.44. Yeah, so you've just got to keep an eye on the salaries as well, like based on the hours as well and just ensure you're not falling foul of that um, new rule. No, amazing. Good point. Cheers, mate. Although it might be more cost for the business, it is worth bearing in mind that that will also mean less profits that you'll get taxed on, so you'll be less tax to pay. Less corporate, yeah, less corporation tax yeah. or personal tax, whichever way we're looking at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good point. So Dina, what do they do with the R&D? That sounds a bit interesting. Yeah, it does. I was having a conversation recently um, about how tough the new guidelines actually yeah. are and um, how businesses have to kind of meet strict guidelines in terms of a, of a, of a claim. Um, but they've just mentioned a simplified scheme, which kind of is the opposite of what we've just been told. Um, and, and they obviously mentioned a drop in tax rates, loss-making businesses going down from 25% to 19%. So again... We need to get more detail on this to see how that would apply. That's it, isn't it? It's always, yeah. always the detail, isn't it? Yeah. So. Sounds so good. <laughs> it does, it does. Um, kind of come full circle again, haven't they? So we'll see. Watch this space. So, Mark, they, they announced something to, do, something to do with full expensing for new equipment. What does that really mean? So, basically, full expensing was brought in, as the Chancellor said, to replace the super deduction. There was a temporary measure where you got 130% relief, basically, for planting machinery that was new that you were purchasing. Yeah, okay. When that ended, he changed it to full expensing, which gives you 100% instead of 130. Yeah. Again, it's only on new equipment, and there's certain other restrictions on if it's being leased and things like that. But it was only supposed to be around until 2026. 
But now what you're saying is, you scrap the ending, it's going to be in place for good, permanently. Brilliant. But it is only for new equipment. So capital allowances sound like they're going to stay around. You're not getting rid of things like your annual investment allowance. So it's a case of working out which is better to claim sometimes as well. Because when you come to dispose it, things are different on that as well. So my capital allowance would apply if I bought a, a used van, for example. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. if I bought a brand spanking new van. Then full expensing might be the way to go. It's just uh, one of those to look at. Thank it's you. good. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. So, so the, the Chancellor has very kindly announced an adjustment to uh, National Insurance Mark, I believe, for self-employed people. He has indeed. It's quite an interesting one as well. He's been knocking around for a while about getting rid of it completely, and now he's actually doing it by the sounds of it. Which one's he getting rid of? Class 2. Oh, I'm not Class 4 then. No, I'm sorry to pay that. <laughs> no, you're still into with Class 4 as well, which we'll okay. in a minute. But Class 2 yeah. is actually the cheapest way of ensuring you get your state pension. Okay. So it's an interesting one that he's getting rid of. But it does sort of make sense in another way because you've got that many different classes that self-employed pay. So you should get rid of another one. But am I still am I still aware to get my state pension? You are, which we need to look at the detail behind this because yeah. at the moment you pay one hundred and ninety pounds roughly to your class two, which gives you a qualifying year for your state pension. Yeah. Now we said you're going to still be able to pay voluntary to get that, but we need to look at the detail behind where that's the detail from. as always with these things. It is. It is. It's an interesting one. So it's good on the one hand, it's gone. But yeah. We need to find out exactly. How are you still going to be able to qualify for your state pension? What you're going to have to pay? Yeah, see if it's as good as it sounds. It exactly. sounds amazing, but that's whether it is. <laughs> the devil's in the detail, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. And then class four as well, then he's cut that by a percent. So again, that's saving people money there. So it's gone from 9% to 8%. 8%, yeah. Okay. So it's an interesting one again. So that's a good one. That, that one is. in the detail, there's no detail about <laughs> like that one. That has dropped. It is, it is, it's good. But um, National Insurance has been messed about with so much in the last couple of years. Mm, it went yeah. up, didn't it, for the health and social levy, <laughs> yeah. and then it's come back down. So we'll have a look, bit more look into the detail, and then we'll put a blog or something up on the website, and we'll keep an eye on, on our blogs and our socials. Yeah. Thank you. So tomorrow. They've, uh, they've announced, the, the, the Chancellor's just announced um, that, that state pensions due to increase. What was it to increase by? Can you remember? Yeah. Are you listening? Because I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to increase by uh, up to 8%, um, starting from April next year. Increase by 8%? Yeah. That's 8 a massive increase. Yeah, it's quite huge. So it'll go up to about £220 per week. Um, and that'll start eating into people's personal allowance a little bit more. So we've just got to plan a little bit more carefully with the um, retired... Um, individuals that will be receiving that, especially if they've got other sources of income as well. So people are in receipt of their state pension, obviously at the, at the moment. I mean, whether he's going to move, the moment hasn't announced yet whether he's announced moving the uh, state, moving the personal allowance or not. But it'll eat majority of it up. So if you've got other sources of income, potentially yeah. you're going to pay more tax. Yeah, you will. So if you've got your private pensions or you're receiving dividends from limited companies, or even if you're continuing to do a little bit of self-employment, yeah, more more taxes will be paid on that. Oh. because more of your income will fall outside of the personal allowance. So we'll wait and see if he moves that or increases it in line with the increases that he's making in April. So, Neil then, the Chancellor, what's he said about business rates? So business rates, so basically, what, what, business, what are business rates? Okay, so business rates are, when you've got commercial premises, you pay rates on that property. The same as a residential, but you pay it for commercial properties. Oh, so it's so like your council tax. Basically for business, correct. That's Got it. You. Okay. So what what is it? What has he actually done? Well, he's frozen the multiplier for another year. Okay. Obviously, the devil's in the detail, and that's going to be coming out in our report uh, shortly. 
Um, and also for the um, retail and hospitality and leisure industry, he's um, left the uh, discount in there for 75%, and he's frozen, he's frozen that in for until 2025. That's, that's quite good. Yeah, yeah, so he's extended it really, so it's in there for a little bit longer. Right, thanks for joining us everyone. Hopefully we've given you some of our quick reaction to the budget. Obviously there's a lot of things that we need to look through in further detail and if you want more information, if you go on our website, we've got a little booklet on there that tells you all about the updates that have been announced in today's statement. Next time we're going to be looking at some of our team and meeting some of them and seeing what they're doing now. Yeah, meet and greet. Meet and greet. So thanks for joining us. If there's anything you want us to cover, drop us a WhatsApp on 01905 777 600. Thank you. Cheers.